Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Looking for the Middle, season six. That's still crazy to say. It is crazy. Gosh, I feel like it wasn't that long ago. We were just <laughs> little podcast virgins just figuring our way through. <laughs> yeah. We've come so far. We've come and so far. Not at the same time, yep. we're still trying to figure out what we're doing. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Before we jump into today's topic, which. The more we typed, the more we planned, the more we outlined for this, the more excited we got to talk about it. So, which is something because y'all yeah. know how I feel about <laughs> online dating. So that's saying yes. something. Yes, yes, yes. So before that, though, quick reminders. Uh, if you don't follow us on social media, make sure you go do that. We are most active on Instagram, if we're being honest. And by most active, I mean, we're not really super active on Facebook. It's basically whatever gets pushed to Facebook from Instagram. So Coming out with us on Instagram, LFTM underscore podcast is our handle. We would love to see you there. Um, if you haven't already signed up for our newsletter, we send that out every Thursday. You guys know what a newsletter is by this point. Links, books, all kinds of stuff, other resources that are going to tie into our topic for today. So go sign up there either on our website, lookingforthemiddle.com, or you can do that on Instagram as well. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to be a Patreon supporter, hang out with us there, get some exclusive content, get all of this content early. We do it, what, two days early for all of our Patreon supporters. Mm -hmm. So head over to Patreon. Um, If you look for Looking for the Middle on there, we will pop up. We would love if you helped us out that way. It really does make a big difference for what we're able to do. So I just threw a lot at you. I talked really fast. So I hope some of it stuck and we will see you on social media or somewhere else like that. Yes. But today we have a question of the day. Yes. What is it? That I can't remember if I've asked before or not. So (laughs) please bear with me. Okay. Okay. In the seconds before you die, you're allowed to know everyone who is secretly in love with you at some point we Do talked you about this know? at dinner that's what it the was the other night that's what it when was when we were at um butcher and brew yeah that's where we were that's yeah. what it was okay so we haven't asked this on the okay yeah okay so seconds before you die you can know everybody who is secretly in love with you at one point do you want to know yes i was no? the only person at the table that said no yes i, I couldn't I, believe it i, I don't was i would so not want to what what because you're about to die you're going to yeah. know as soon as you get to heaven anyway. So you get a couple seconds early. I don't early. know that we'll know all that stuff. I think we will. We're going to be omniscient suddenly once we get there. I mean, I don't think we'll be God, even though we're in heaven. I know, but I think we'll know more there than we do here. I don't know. I feel like it, if nothing else, you'll know all this stuff and then be like, oh, wow. I wish I had done so much different about my life <laughs> so that I had, I had no idea. So and so, whatever. I was in love with them, too, and ha- moved on or whatever. And then, oh, you're dead. I just wouldn't want to know. Okay. So interesting. <laughs> I love when Bethany and I have different answers because yeah. it's so funny to be like, okay, well, yeah, I guess. I would want I'm just nosy. I would want to know. <laughs> and then what would be really funny because it's seconds before I'd be like, oh my God. Mm, done. <laughs> Gone. Like that would probably be my last words yeah. would be, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I think I would want to know. It's crazy. Though. I mean, obviously it's never going to happen, yeah. but it's just funny to think like, 
Or are there a lot of people? I was going to either. It'd be like, oh, wow, I wish I had done all this differently because I really like this person too. Or I was, you know, I would have done things differently if I'd known what they thought. Or it'll be like <laughs> one person. Yeah. Or it'd be like, oh, him. Like, or, you are know, you sure. Or there's going to be like silence. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, I thought you were supposed to tell me. I'm running out of time. <laughs> That's true. I thought about that. Yeah, what if like, there's no one? What if we think hi- more highly of ourselves than we <laughs> yeah. should? Oh my gosh. That's funny. That is funny. Okay. What a question. I already have another question for the next time though. Because or do we just want to do two? No, this is too good. Too one. good? Okay, it's we'll too save good. it. Okay, well, don't take, forget I'm it. I'm going to take a screenshot of it. Okay, good. So I remember it. Okay. Okay. So let's jump in then to our topic for today, which is online dating after you've been burned, <laughs> which we will jump in in a little bit into exactly what being burned looks like. There's different ways. So what that looks like and then how to bounce back from it. So before we do that, let's just talk, kind of lay it out there for people who don't know first, like what our different experiences with online dating have been. Mine, I mean, I'm not married, so it's never like worked out, worked out, but I don't have a negative overall any more or less negative than not online dating. I my thoughts of it are the same. I have had multiple successful re- relationships that came from that. I have gone on plenty of dates from that. I I do not come at this from a negative view of online dating. As she looks at me. <laughs> Kristen, why don't you tell us your experience? I have a very different experience with online dating. So I I have only been on one date as a result of being on an online dating platform. And that date happened to be with someone I had known from college that we matched. Okay. Years later. Um, and so... I will talk to guys on online stuff more than I, like I'm way more hesitant, I think, when I'm doing online dating as opposed to like, oh, I met this guy and I'm going to like flirt with him and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was interesting because Bethany and I were kind of talking about this yesterday. Bethany went into like full on therapist mode. On I do. Me. I have a theory. You do have, well, you share your, it's your oh, theory. Oh, I didn't mean that. No, I just, no, okay. I, want, I want you to share it. Okay. It, it was, I had, we had kind of touched on this in our own, like not on the air, but like off air conversations of like our differing experiences. But yeah. I had never really thought about how that's affected how we look at online dating yeah. until you said this yesterday. Okay. So yeah, I have a new working theory of our, like, cause normally I'm the one that's like, it's not ever going to work, but I'm the more hopeful one in this in a weird way, kind of, which, so it's like, okay, why are we opposite? But okay. If, so I went back way back to our, like, I think our initial interactions with online dating have kind of shaped our ongoing views of it. And what I mean by that is I didn't date in high school. I didn't really date much in college. So I was out of college and like, okay, now I want to date. Well, now what do I do kind of thing? And so I was like, well, online dating was this thing and it was newer. There wasn't Tinder. There weren't swiping apps yet. Like it was still, it wasn't newer that I'm not that old, but (laughs) the modern online dating was, it was really just getting to be mainstream and not like this taboo thing anymore. So... I started on my dating and I met some people. I went out with people. It never worked out, but 
that was my start in dating really was online. And so, and even now I've only like really, really like relationship dated someone, one person that wasn't from an, an online context to begin with, which is kind of opposite for you. So I think I've just been thinking about it. Like I looking back, like that's my foundation to look back on. So it's not that I don't know any other way. Like I'm not meaning that, but like, this is just how you do it. And so I think that's kind of like, I, we all know I'm the skeptic normally. And so I go into things, not really thinking they're going to work out because they never have, but I just, okay, well, this is just how you do it. And I continue and I don't have a bad view of online dating. And I think that might be part of why. Whereas you can tell us about your dating history in that context, because it's kind of the opposite. And you have a very differing reaction when you do get burned or you do get frustrated with online dating than I do. Because in my mind, it's just part of it. Mm -hmm. But you have a very differing perspective on that. Yeah. So I dated in high school and then I also dated in college and then and like I said, other than that one date I went on for, it was a Bumble date. Every boyfriend I've had, I've known or like met in person or there was one that was like slight, I don't know how you call that. <laughs> uh, I won't get into the details, but it was, I guess he reached out over social media. Yes. We'll just say that. Yeah. And so he didn't technically slide into my DMs, but he kind of did. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll just call it that. But um, for the most part, it was not online based of how I kind of got my foundation from dating. And so, and I had never really thought about it this way, but then Bethany said yesterday, she was like, you've had, I mean, is it not total success for either of us? Cause obviously we're both still single, but we've had good experiences with each way we've dated. And so in my mind, it's like, okay, well I've had good experiences, not online. So if I don't, so I don't, I don't know, see the need because they're, I think the longer we go here and the the state of our world, there is, my mom told me that, Kristen, that's just how people meet these days. You're just going to have to suck it up. And I'm like, thanks mom. Appreciate your genuine mercy there in my dating issues. Um, but I, I've seen it work out where I didn't go online. And so that's not my default of, oh, this kind of like you were saying, like, this is just how it goes uh-huh. that's not my frame of mind I guess and so it was really interesting and like we're saying neither side is bad or wrong or anything it's just so how our dating experiences and foundations have been set have really affected how we view online dating yeah and y'all know if you've been listening long enough that I am the you know resident hopeless romantic here and when we go to online dating, it's like Bethany and I just switch and she's <laughs> like, like, it'll work. It'll eventually. work. It's going to be fine. Like you just got to give it time. You know, she, and she has such a, well, we'll talk about this more in a little bit, but like her ability to really like pace well and have a realistic mindset, compartmentalize. She's so good at all of that. <laughs> and I am clearly not, if y'all have not figured that out by now. Um, and so I go to the skeptic when we talk about online stuff and it's so interesting because that's just not my normal wiring but as we were talking about that yesterday it was just really interesting to me yeah it's like I've never thought about how that foundation can really shape how you view it and your experience with it and your willingness to like keep going in it right um 
but then I'm really grateful too because I have Bethany I'm like okay you I've I know a lot of people don't have that luxury of like having someone to really like talk you through this because it's just we were, we were in a conversation <laughs> at a church event a couple months ago and one of the girl Krista our friend uh-huh. Krista was like online dating is one of those things that it's really fun to complain about and really not fun to do and I was like that's brilliant yes. like that's amazing yeah um and so I'm so grateful that I have Bethany like when I am in online dating scenarios I'm like okay what do I do here how do I go about this or Bethany I'm over it what do I do and she's like you, can, you just gotta hold on like yeah. you can do it so I don't know I just thought it was really yeah. cool it, yeah it is really interesting to see because yeah you're more of just like okay, I'm just over this. Like I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And in my mind, it's more of a like, well, no, like I don't, I don't know that I really think it would ever work because it mm. never has. So I still have that skeptical piece, but I'm like, well, I just have to do it anyway. Kind of mm. thing. Yeah. And you're like, forget this. So <laughs> it like is the emoji with the X <laughs> arms yes. is how I feel sometimes. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. It is. It's just, yeah. And I'm trying to like, Y'all, it's an on, it's an up and down thing. It like is. there are days where I'm like, okay, no, maybe I can do this, and then there are days I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I don't want to. Um, but I also think, and this is just something I've learned about myself. I feel like I'm way funnier and more myself when people know me mm. than whereas like you or like Lauren are like really good at. I mean, you said you're like the small talk champ of just like being able to be witty and super like great at conversation with someone you've never talked to. And I'm like, I feel so boring. Like, I just, I'm like, I'm going to ask, I'm like, Kristen, why did you ask that question? Like, that's a terrible way to lead. Um, and so I think that intimidates me a little bit too of like, cause even watching Lauren go through, I'm like, uh-huh. she's, I mean, Lauren's probably the funniest person I know. And I'm like, of course, this is easy for you. Cause you can just be super like <laughs> witty and I'm like, help me write a message. I yes. don't know what to if say. If y'all knew the conversations we have had, Kristen will call me and she'll be like, okay, I want to message this guy or he said this and I don't know what to say. I'm like, oh, say this, say that. Here's the thing. You could ask this, you could do that, whatever. And she's like, well, no, that's what you would say. <laughs> she's like, that's fine and yeah that's great but that's what you would say like if this works and he meets me me like why are you not like this because we're very different in that and she's like so i need you to tell me what to say like i would say yeah <laughs> and she's come a long way like being better. able yeah, to be able to like speak christianese in yes. that sense but yeah it's there's a lot to it i think more than we oh yeah initially think but and we overcomplicate it on oh top for of that. sure for sure i mean the fact that we've spent the first 15 minutes or I guess probably 10 because of our <laughs> intro of talking like, here's our experience and here's why we're yeah <laughs> thinking about this the way we are. So, okay. Just, we did that not so y'all can just hear our dating history for 10 minutes, but we wanted to give y'all context and also realizing that like a good bit of y'all will fall in one of those camps or yeah. the other. Either you, you know, are more, you have your foundation based on online dating or you don't. So you have representation here, but we also wanted to kind of, widen the net even more of I've been burned differently by online dating than Bethany has but we realize that the ways we've been burned are not the only ways you can be burned so we wanted to kind of talk about hey there we came up with five I'm sure there are plenty more (laughs) but five kind of overarching ways to be burned by online dating Um, I feel like this will probably catch most of you if not you know 99 we'll say you know I don't want to be an extremist here but like i feel like somebody or one of these you'll be like oh yeah this has happened to me before. oh yeah um 
and if anything this is this may even happen to you not online dating also true so this can just be hey if i've been burned by dating in general you can go that route but (laughs) um we're gonna talk through those okay first before we give you advice on what to do with them so first one bethany yes okay so the first one is a little bit more unique to online dating in a sense and Mm -hmm. i put down here in our notes being the quote-unquote other woman (laughs) and i don't mean that in the way it is normally (laughs) understood yeah but you can get burned when you're talking to a guy and then you find out oh wait he's talking to three other people still and then surprise you are not the lucky one and you get let down and when maybe you thought you were the only one he was the only guy you were talking to maybe it had gone longer than what you were comfortable talking to multiple people and then you get burned because you're like oh I liked this guy but he was just talking to several people yes I have been in this scenario where it was actually the bumble date and I was we texted for a little bit I think it was you know two or three days we went on a date we texted for a couple more days and then he says, hey, by the way, I've been talking to a couple other girls and I've decided that one of them is who I really want to keep talking to. So just wanting and I'm like, OK, well, that's not cool. Also, <laughs> if you knew that after our date, you could have told me and not text me for two more days, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm not still bitter about it. Uh, but yeah, if, I've been in this situation and it was the first time that had ever happened to me because and maybe I'm just old school or like traditional or whatever, I don't, weird, whatever you want to <laughs> use. But I don't really like talking to more than one person at a time. But I know that I, that's the one way I do compartmentalize mm-hmm. in dating. Not a lot of other ways, but that way I can, you know, do that. And so we've talked about that a lot on the podcast. Like how many people should you talk to at a time? How long should you talk to multiple people? When are you, you know, what do you do when you've decided, oh, hey, this is the person I want to talk to? Because this is, like Bethany said, a little bit more specific, I would say, to online dating than, which is so interesting because you feel like, maybe this is just me, but like if I was going to a party and there were like, there was this guy who was flirting with four or five girls in the room at the time, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not talking to him. But then you talk to four or five people on a dating app, maybe four or five to stretch, two or three at the same time. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Well, there's not 20 other people in the room seeing you do it. Yeah. And so it's it's funny how like it's acceptable or more acceptable in one way and another yeah. way to be like, okay, excuse you. Um, <laughs> somebody likes themselves. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough one to kind of overcome because then i mean we know as girls the comparison thing sits in and you're like oh totally oh why what was i not as pretty as her was i not as funny was i not as you know intelligent or fun to talk to or whatever and you don't ever get those answers Uh -uh. because i would not recommend you text back and be like hey can you let me know why you picked her instead of me like this is not the bachelor like you don't get to pick (laughs) or you don't get to ask hey why her and not me um but yeah this is this is a tough one yeah for sure i think another one um and this is gonna be like duh is the guy ending up being way different than his online persona and there's two different ways this can go one is you have talked to this guy online he seems really great he seems really cool he's told you all this great stuff and you meet in person only to find out that half of what he told you was literally an outright lie 
meant to strictly impress you mm-hmm. or just because he's a liar <laughs> either one so there's Red flag <laughs> yes <laughs> so there's that which is like yeah no go not gonna happen um so there's that him being way different or there's also this element of you've talked you're like this guy's really cool like i really like getting to know him he seems really great we're, we're gonna go out in person and then you meet in person and it's not that he's lied to you but maybe the the time and the confidence that a backspace bar gives someone, you know, being in that digital realm makes them seem wittier, funnier, more confident, you know, like I said, whatever, than they actually are. And so those are two very different things, but they come to the same conclusion of this is not the person I've been getting to know. The first one, complete no-go end it not going out with him again the second one depending on the situation maybe they'll warm up because maybe that's who they really are they're just not quick on their feet maybe um but that one is a tough one to overcome a lot of times too though it is and i can see why like that's disappointing when you start getting to know you're like oh yeah like he seems so great and like like you said just this level of like we talk about how confidence is so important and it's really easy to come across as confident over, mm-hmm. you know, behind your phone. And then you get in person and it's like, oh, this is not yeah. what I expected. And and I get to how that happens a few times and you're ready to like, you're done. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like yeah. if you, you know, are like, okay, well, why do I keep talking to these guys who seem really great online and then meet in person? It's like, okay. Yeah. Like just wasn't it yeah and i think that goes back to to a and we'll talk about it more in a an l there's an element of what what are your expectations going into that and you have to unfortunately i think you have to learn that the hard way in this of like oh i was expecting this to be more than it was for a first date i was expecting too much of this and you kind of have to go into it not expecting anything mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say go into it expecting it to go badly I've done that before and been pleasantly surprised though. So it's not always bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely go into it with manageable expectations. Yes, I would agree. Another way you can get burned. This was probably the first thing that came to everybody's mind yep. is getting ghosted. Been on both ends of this. Full transparency. <laughs> I've talked about this before. Not yeah. proud of it. Won't do it again. But it was, it's just sucky like there's just no other way well, and to i'm put trying it. to think i have not ever intentionally ghosted someone i have not ever done something where i'm like oh i'm ghosting this person yeah i do think there have been times where it was probably a little too far into something mm. maybe we hadn't talked on the phone yet or we hadn't whatever but it was a little we had talked enough in the digital world that i owed some sort of explanation and mm. i just quit responding yeah. so Mine technically wasn't intentional, sort of, because I just (laughs) deleted the app, like, without saying where I was going. Um, Which, now looking back, I was like, I probably should have been like, hey, by the way, this just isn't for me, and I'm getting off. Yeah. Best of luck, bye. And I didn't. I just got fed up and deleted it, and I disappeared. So, (laughs) um, if you really want to go on it, but it's still, I would have done it differently going back. But, yeah, it's, it's it's just, it's a tough one, for sure. To know, like, where's that? Okay, so let's let's ask that question. And, okay. like, where or how far into things 
do you have to be for it to be considered ghosting? Like, how long do you have to talk to somebody? Okay, so I think if there is any sort of, like, actual non-digital communication... Well, I guess talking on the phone, is that still digital? So non-typing. Yeah, like anything that's Anything actual, verbal. Ver, yeah, I was going to say person, person to person. I don't know. It's all person to Let's just make a list. If you've talked on the phone, if you have met in person, if you have fa- in, in this day and age, if you have FaceTimed, Zoomed, whatever. Skyped. Anything that has gone past on an app. Mm. I would even say if you have moved to texting and that has gone on for more than a few days pretty consistently they deserve some sort of explanation or reason or whatever i think to just disappear is rude <sighs> definitely if you have talked on the phone anything like that for sure and i think that texting is a gray area okay so then let me ask you this question i'm gonna give you actually let me give you a scenario oh dear <laughs> i'm gonna see if you uh keep your opinion okay on this. so my roommate lauren yes. we got permission to tell this story <laughs> from her um she was she's on hinge uh-huh. right now she's trying to like she's making me think i may have get on hinge okay tbd um y'all will know if i am but <laughs> still up in the air and she matched with this guy on we'll say a wednesday okay and um they go back and forth a handful of times uh-huh. on the app. I think he gives her his number okay. pretty quickly. Which okay. she was like, okay, normally that's kind of quick, but like, yeah. whatever. Um, so they text back and forth a handful more times. I think it was okay. a total of like 10 messages okay. or 12. Like very sporadic, spread out. It wasn't a lot of whole back and forth, really kind of shorter stuff. On Thursday afternoon, he asks if he can call her. Oh. That night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Which normally would be very fast mm-hmm. um, for her, for me. And she was like, okay, me too. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Whatever. And so, um, which just for those of you listening, like, and maybe we need to do like a survey on this because I want to text with somebody for a decent bit before I want to talk on the phone with them. Like if I've only gone back and forth with you like eight or 10 times and you're already wanting to call me, I want to be like, what are we like you don't even know what i'm into like to have any basis for the conversation and maybe that's just me but i feel like some people are like hey let's go yeah that's one thing that makes dating apps like hinge bumble whatever a little bit more difficult i think to me it's what i've had more success with the eharmonies and the match.coms of the world because their platforms are more conducive to the communication on those platforms being more of an email style communication. They're more long form. Mm-hmm. So then you have that. Then you transition to texting, which is in a back and forth texting style. And you do that for a little and then you move to talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. But most of the times these apps start off like you're just texting someone and it misses some of those foundational things that you want to find out in that more long form style. And I, I have found that is where a huge disconnect happens for a lot of people mm-hmm. is because they feel rushed, but you go along. This is just what you do. So you go along and then the dates never work out because you didn't find out those foundational things. And so you get frustrated. Yeah. I think that's a big part of the issue, mm-hmm. but it's built into the platform. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I would agree. Okay. So. He asked if he can call her Thursday night. She's like, sure. She, you know, is home Thursday night. He calls her. They're on the phone for an hour. 
Okay. She texts her mom like seven minutes in. Oh, no. And was like, no. Like, <laughs> it's not going to work. This is not going to work. Um, And it was just, so she's like, whatever. We're just going to, like, I'm going to have fun with this. So I'll, like, she's like, I just kind of carried the conversation. But come to find out, like, they just had nothing in common. Okay. Their senses of humor were not, like, on the same uh-huh. wavelength. Um, she's like, we didn't get into a whole lot of depth. There were a couple things he said. I'm like, we probably wouldn't agree on this or that, like, bigger things or whatever. So, at the end of the conversation, I can't remember if it was on the phone or texting. Okay. But he basically left the ball in her court of, like, hey, if you wanted to, like get together yeah so or so let me know okay i'm assuming she did not. she did not okay? okay so she did not text him all weekend okay so this is from a thursday this was from a thursday to, to a tuesday so we're talking four or five days four here. or five days okay. she did not reach out she was like you left them on my court i was mm-hmm. not interested no okay. ghosting as of yet <laughs> right he texts her on tuesday okay says how was your weekend and she didn't respond my because at first i'm like oh but i'm like he left the ball in her court she didn't say anything and then he comes back and asks that if he had asked like hey would you want to go get coffee this weekend then yeah. i she, she said she's like i probably would have been like hey i really appreciate it but like i'm just not interested yeah but then she was like what's meaner me either not responding <laughs> to this after he told me to let him know yeah. or me responding hey my weekend was great by the way just so you know i'm not interested in you yeah. like so she was going back and forth on that but i mean what would what would you have done i think if he had said hey let me know if you want to do something i wouldn't like the ball would have been in my court if i was in lauren's position for this but i would not have necessarily assumed that meant the only other communication we are going to have is you letting me know that you want to do something mm-hmm. i would have thought we would have still texted right kind of thing like get a text the next day hey how's your day not mm-hmm. how was your weekend 5 days later so i yeah. think i probably would have thought that it was done that's what she said. She was like, okay, I haven't heard from him in four days, so maybe he thought the same thing. Right. And then he just out of the blue was like, oh, how's your weekend? She's like, oh. Yeah. Um, I think I would have responded with the, hey, it was great, but, you know, I, and I may have gone with, oh, sorry, I kind of thought we must have been on the same page. I just wasn't feeling it and leave it at that. But I don't think her not responding in that scenario was bad yeah i probably would have responded but i think it's totally that's just me, like my personality yeah, me yeah, personally yeah. i don't think there's anything wrong with her not responding in that scenario yeah no i'm i don't I, yeah i'm kind of an awkward it is it's, it's a weird and that's what's so hard it's just such a weird but i think if you're in if you're in doubt yes maybe just yeah say something but well, and one thing too with that specific thing pointing out the Matched on a Wednesday, texted kind of sporadically, whatever. He wants to call on Thursday. This thing's moving. Mm-hmm. And then five days of nothing does not jive with the previous yeah. pace and pattern. Exactly. So I can... So you kind of assume like, oh, okay, he wasn't into it either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird one for sure. That is a strange one. I know. So like I said, I did text her and ask her for permission, but it was it was quite the... <laughs> quite the... Well, what was funny too is I got home kind of late thursday and went in my room she was already in her room 
And so I was in there. She texted me. She was like, can you uh, talk? She's like, I just got off the phone with uh, this guy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm coming out right now. <laughs> I think I was like watching Friends or yeah. something. like Or Full House. Like nothing super, <laughs> yeah. super vital to my day or anything. But anyways, yeah. Ghosting. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool. Okay. Okay. Next another, way to get burned. Another way to get burned. And this is not one that I think you might necessarily think of right off the bat is just the quality of the matches that you get on an app on a site whatever whether it be they don't meet your expectations or even sometimes like they don't the matches you're getting don't seem to line up with the experiences your friends are having and that you're like she's going out with people she's talking to people they seem cool what's going on that can get frustrating. For sure. I mean, gosh, I feel like there's so many things in this episode. I'm like, listen to what happened to me. <laughs> um, no, I feel like I've had that happen with Lauren and then my old roommate. They would show me guys and I'd be like, oh, he's cute. Or one, one, Nicole one time even messaged this guy. She was like, hey, um, this is going to sound really weird, but she would be great with my roommate. <laughs> And tried to set us up and it, like nothing ever came of it. But it was, I was like, where are these guys when I, and then I get on mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, this is how it's going to be. And then I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going <laughs> to, what was going to happen. Like I saw this guy on hers. So I'm like, what about me is like not yeah. attracting the kind of guys I see on my friends dating apps. Cause I'm like, we live in the same place. If it's location based, this should be the same yeah. people. So it's, it is frustrating when you get on and you have this expectation like oh this is what it's gonna be like and then you get on there and you're like not yeah not what I expected and again not to like they're amazing people online I'm not saying like oh it's everybody's awful like I'm not saying that no just at all fit wise it yeah yeah. like what you're kind of looking for it's for some reason I guess the the quantity of people that you would hope would kind of match what you expected would be on there is never really there no it's not the end then you have all that they're like oh it's just all these people to pick from and i'm like okay well that's just the world but like that doesn't mean (laughs) all the people to pick from i want to pick from all of them like there may be like a subsection here like these are the people i want to pick from but these people like my friend might want to pick from and whatever so (coughs) yeah it's it's a little frustrating for sure and then the other thing I kind of get frustrated with too is and I'm sure this has happened to you like you'll have a guy message you and he's clearly not read anything on your profile because I'll have especially like when I first got on um harmony uh-huh i had all these guys mess all these guys i say like it was you know just an endless <laughs> list it was a handful but they were like atheists yeah and i'm like literally the first thing i wrote was like my name is Kristen, and like i'm a follower of christ and it is really important that i am with somebody who shares my faith like that it- and i do that to purposefully weed yeah. people out because i'm like if you're not into not that not even reading that much yeah don't yeah. talk to me and so it's so frustrating I'm like did you literally just see my picture and be like oh she's cute mm, swipe or ooh match yeah. or ooh, i'll message you and i'm like this is so frustrating that you didn't even take the time yeah. even if you just read the first sentence you would have known okay if you don't believe there is a god this is not gonna yeah. work 
Well, and then there's the guys who send these messages and I'm like, you have obviously copied and pasted this to I don't even know how many women. Mm -hmm. I actually had a guy once. I think this was on Christian Mingle or Match. I don't remember which. Okay. But this guy, he lived forever away from me. Um, Didn't really see it like... I did not see it being a good fit, period, even if Mm -hmm. he lived next door. Mm -hmm. But he sent this message, and I mean it was miles long. It was basically his autobiography. Oh, God. And I remember it because it had, I mean, so long, but it had all of these details about, like, I think he was planning to be, like, a, a professional like official in some sport or something. And so it had all these details about what he was doing to achieve this goal. And like, I mean, it was detailed. Good gracious. Didn't respond. Didn't, I mean, Mm -hmm. there was no, like, I'd really like to get to know you. It was literally, I'm telling you all the stuff about me. Have a nice day. Yeah. Oh, that's Um, always lovely. Never responded. Nothing. Well, several months later, I get a message from the same person who one hadn't taken the time to see that he had messaged me before (laughs) two, whatever. And I kid you not, it was the exact same thing. I mean, word for word. So literally months apart, he said that to me, same, same person. Can you imagine how many women he had to have sent that to in the interim? Good night. That's crazy. Gosh, dude, like have some originality. And also like no one wants to read your autobiography. No. On the first the only long, like super long message I've ever gotten as a first message on the on on an online dating site was that guy from Australia. Oh yeah. <laughs> that still breaks my heart if I, I think about it. I was like, he seems so great. I cannot date somebody from Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, it's just it's so like I don't know. I had a guy ask me one time, like he messaged me three times and I didn't respond. And then he came back and was like, would it help if I told you I drive a Ferrari? I remember that. And I'm like, nope. No. Do, if, do I come across like I'm the type of girl that that would make a difference? Because if I do, I need to change something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just stuff like that. You're like, really? Like, do you, do you care enough yeah. to at least take the time or are you just like how many people can I match with and hope one of them sticks because yeah. that's what it kind of feels like when they do that yeah and I mean yeah there's an element of okay I'm putting effort into this I'm trying to meet someone I want this to work and you don't seem to be putting in any actual effort so what's the point mm-hmm. like I totally get that yeah exactly okay last way of our list <laughs> yeah sure y'all have more you could add but the last way you could get burned by online dating is having first date after first date after first date that never lead to second dates and i mean this one is so heartbreaking to me more than probably the rest of them because it just it feels like either you're the only person who's doing this wrong or like something's wrong with you. Like you start to think, oh, I'm, you know, like I'm going on all these dates and it's not working. Like what's, is there something about me? Am I being, because you either go one of two, if you're going on first dates and they don't want to keep going, 
every time. Then right. you're like, okay, well, what is it about me? Or if you're going on first dates and you're the one that's not into it, you're like, okay, well, do I just pick horribly? What am I missing? Yeah. yeah. Am, I, am I being too picky? Like, am I, you know, all this stuff. And so either way, you go down this like road mentally of like, okay, what the yeah. heck is going on? And it doesn't necessarily mean anything's wrong, but that's, as girls, I feel like that's where we go yeah. when it's one quote-unquote failed date after the other yeah I think this is where you have to realize that online dating really is a numbers game and I don't mean it to sound clinical or like you know detached but it is and you know I try to have the mentality going into dates or after first date that doesn't really go anywhere as well okay at least I found one more person that is definitely not my husband (laughs) like check it off moving on not gonna happen don't spend any more time on that um, and I think too, this is where you have to really check yourself and realize you cannot go into these first dates already super attached. Yeah. Cause full disclosure, I've done that. Yeah. And I kind of default to that of you going like, Oh, this is, this is going to be it. I want this to be the last first date I ever go on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stop saying that. Um, cause I think that's <laughs> one of the few curses I have on myself, but yeah, it's just, you can't put that much pressure on it. And we're actually going to do an episode later in this season on how to basically recover when a first date doesn't go as planned, because part of that is managing your expectations on the front end and making sure you're not putting so much weight and attachment on a guy when you're meeting him in person for the first time. And at the same time though, I get it because you do start to feel defeated when this happens and you think I'm the common denominator Mm -hmm. here. So what's the deal? And it can be super discouraging, but also this is where Bethany is just her mind. I'm so jealous because she, (laughs) she just has a better outlook perspective, like frame of mind going around this of just like, it is a numbers game. And this is like, I think my big, this is coming to me in the moment, so I don't know if I'll articulate this super well. I am thinking through an in-person dating lens while I online date, Mm. and they're just not the same. No, they're not. And so your expectations come from your lens when what you're looking at is not like, it's not in focus. I'm going to use the the eye stuff as an analogy. Going back to my theory at the beginning... That's your lens because that's what you first knew. Mm-hmm. So I think I can, I, I I think talking about, oh, well, you're jealous of my brain or whatever. I think some of it's conditioned. Yeah. Because I have done this over time. Yeah. And learned, you know, I've done it enough to learn things about myself and learn ways of doing things and thinking about it that you wouldn't know unless you did it a lot too. Yeah. So that's, you know, I think part of it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So. We have talked about how you can be burned online dating, but this episode is online dating after you've been burned. So we've been burned. We all have, and we're moving on. So now what? No, for real. Like now what? I'm, just, I'm like waiting for the waiting answer. For the answer. <laughs> when we were planning this, I'm like, okay, what are we going to tell them? Because <laughs> it's just kind of hard to like be like, oh, this just sucks. <laughs> I am over it. It is. I it is hard. joining a convent. <laughs> No, I, I will not get to that point, y'all. I promise. That's funny. I yes, won't. I won't let her. Don't worry. No, 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 no. Okay, but I do think the first thing is know your personality. Know that going into it, but then also know that it will develop, like, 
how you handle some of these things will develop with time and experience on an app or online dating in general. But no going in, this isn't for everyone. I mean, some people, I would say up to this point for Kristen, it's just not her thing, period. But then I think there's an element of if you go into it, trying to online date the way all of your friends online date or way certain people online date may frustrate you because you're not that person. So know your personality, know what works for you and, and go with that. You know, I am the more compartmentalized, detached. I I can detach (laughs) at first. I can at first in this, in this situation of I'm not getting involved. Mm -hmm. It is more of a logical information gathering type thing. And then there's that click for me. So I think my personality may be slightly more suited to it in general. And then I have developed some, you know, habits over time as well. Yeah. Whereas I am not that way. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I think that's been really important to know that as I'm going into online dating, as I've done it, knowing, okay, even though I'm not wired the same way Bethany is or my other friends are who seem to have success with this, that doesn't mean I can't do it. It just means I'm going to have to adapt and yeah. it's going to look different um, to where like I only talk to one guy at a time. And that's fine. And that's fine. Or um, I move a little slower than maybe some people do. Or I, you know, my distance uh settings are different and just different things I know about myself that affect the way I do this but you've got to know that going in or you're setting yourself up for disappointment yes and I'm so glad you said those specific things because I want to point out one thing with that too so Kristen knows those thing things about herself that she wants a closer distance she only wants to talk to one person at a time and she likes to go a little bit slower so If she goes into it knowing those things about herself, whereas I don't mind talking to multiple people, I don't mind traveling further, I don't mind those things, so my settings are different. But if she goes in knowing those things about herself, that's so great. And it's the, you've you've got to know those things. But if she still then expects for her results to look just like mine, there's going to be a disconnect there too, because she's not going to talk to as many people. She's not going to you know, go on as many dates because she wants to talk to them longer. All of those things are fine, but in all of those things, it narrows the pool a little. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but you have to be okay with the outcome of that as well as the input of that. Yes, that's very true. I'm glad you said that because that's something too where I say all the time of like, we're Bethany, like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I need a break. And I'm like, well, I want a break, but it's not because I have been going at this as, um, in a determined, as determined as you have. And I am very well aware of that. Like I have no, yeah. no room to be like, oh my gosh, I've exhausted myself with online dating. Cause I haven't, I am very aware that that is not the case, but I also am not complaining. I'm like, this just isn't, I mean, I kind of am, but not because like, I realized that I feel like I'd be more disappointed if I had put in this monumental amount of effort and been like going on all these dates and talking to all these guys and then it didn't work. I would have been like, oh, now I'm like, okay, well, I'm not overly disappointed right. because like I've talked to people and, you know, I met the really great guy from Australia and it just <laughs> so disappointing. Guy from facetious. Australia, if you're listening, maybe circle back. Oh my gosh. That's so sad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just I'm not expecting the same results 
And as long as you have that expectation, I think it's okay. But then when you're thinking, oh, well, Bethany went on three dates this month and I've gone on zero. Well, okay. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. And so I think managing that expectation and knowing what you want and how you're wired is really going to help you as you're kind of getting back into things. And you'll learn too, even if you don't have like a person to compare yourself to, like we have each other, like you're going to learn more about yourself as you date more, whether in person or online, Mm -hmm. you're going to learn. Okay. Well, um, I went like, I learned this recently. I went really fast in my last relationship. I don't want to do that again because I see that there are some cons to that. And so now I'm kind of pulling back. So I am going to go a little slower. Mm -hmm. Whereas two years ago, Kristen would have been like, let's go. (laughs) Um, and that's not the case. So as you date, you'll learn more too. So just kind of be aware of that. Yes. Another, Another thing that I would just encourage, I encourage everyone to do this. I think I say this every time we talk about online dating. I think this is just one of your best pieces and of online dating I will continue advice. to talk about it, is online date in cycles, in spurts. I have learned, and this is just partly from just doing it, but I haven't met anyone that this didn't ring true for, so I don't think this is unique to me. After three months, six, if I'm feeling really good about myself um if I haven't met and am like dating someone by that point then I'm just done and I need a break and it really took sticking to it for a while to figure that out where that line is and I just even now like if I get to like a three the three month mark and I'm like well I could probably I'm like yeah but do you really want to like take a break so I think and I mean Usually then, and this this is just for me, you can decide how long of a break you want to take. I take a break for about as long as however long I had been on there, I found. So if I was on there for three months, then I'm normally off of it for three months. And then if I was on there for six, then I'm normally off of it for six. Um, But that has done so much just for my (laughs) mental health (laughs) of not constantly having that hanging over my head. So I would encourage everyone to do that yeah and this doesn't mean for those of you who might be tempted to have a mentality like i used to (laughs) not anymore this doesn't mean you make a profile for an online dating site you leave it up for three months and then call it quits and you never check it you never talk to anybody just to say you did it like you need to actually like even when i get frustrated with i'm still checking yeah like i'm not like oh you know i think i took a few weeks yeah over the holidays where i'm like nope um (laughs) But for the most part, I'm checking it because that's what Beth- mm-hmm. Bethany told me to do. And I was really grateful for that. I was just like, check every day because then you're getting, at least on the um, paid ones, you're getting put to the top of like, here are the last people that were online. Yep. Um, and someone new may see you. So I think it's important that you don't just say like, okay, my you know, great aunt Connie's pestering me about getting online. So I'm just going to get online. I'm never going to check it yeah. for three months. I'll be like, I'm sorry, I tried it. Bye. And I, you talk to no one. Like you've got to actually <laughs> that count. put in the effort yeah. and then you can take a break Yeah, if you want to. And, but I think it's good to take that break. I mean, that's anything in life. That's why we do this podcast in yeah. seasons and we don't go all year long because even we, as much as we love y'all, we want a break too of like, we want to feel recharged and ready to get back at it. When you play sports that's why you hear of the kids who play year round from the time they're four until they're 18 they get burnt out because that's all they've done and they've never taken a break 
So it's good to take that break because if you are burnout and you're still trying to talk to people, they're not getting the best version of you. Yeah. And that's not what you want to, like the foot you want to put forward. And so keep that in mind too. If you want to bring mm-hmm. your best self to the table. And if you're exhausted and cynical and bitter because you've been <laughs> yeah. on here for three years and nothing's happened, <laughs> yeah. then even this guy who that might actually be really promising is going to be like, oh, dear gracious, this girl is like struggling yeah. with this. Like, I'm going to move on, you know, so it's OK to take breaks yeah. and don't feel like, oh, my gosh, if I get off for three months, my husband's going to be on for those three months and I'm going to miss <laughs> yeah. him. And like, it's never. No, yeah. like, don't don't go there. It's OK. Just up and down yeah cycles it's fine okay one this next one um i'm just gonna say it i need a lot of explanation um just a mindset reminder is just because you are online does not mean that all of the men in the real real person world don't exist anymore (laughs) um and so i mean what i mean by that is don't write off potential in-person opportunities just because you're so focused on being online just because you're online does not mean that's the only way you can meet people for that amount of time yeah i mean so go to that you know hiking trail and sit in the parking lot like we talked about last week that's gonna be our like we we yeah analogy for the year <laughs> we're gonna need be to like go to that hiking trail and sit in that parking lot <laughs> go go like foster a puppy for a day like baby dog sit for your friend can we i think we need to make like a t-shirt oh my gosh a mug oh something. my word i Go sit, sit in, in, that, I sit hiking, in. <laughs> that hiking trail parking lot oh we should do that it, without context we sound like stalkers that's true or like we're trying to get murdered or that all oh, right but anyway but for real yeah don't yeah don't write off something that could be a potential in-person meeting opportunity whatever just because you're online yeah and then our last thing Kristen's going to close us out with this. And we've talked about it before, but it's so good. So what is the last thing that you can take into account when you're dating online after you've been burned? Yeah, the last thing, this is actually something Stephanie Mae Wilson said, which I'll know we're huge fans of her. But she said, you can't view dating apps as dating apps. They're introductory apps. Mm -hmm. They're introducing apps. This is a way for you to meet people. Because once you meet them you don't date them in the app you go on dates you talk on the phone you have a facetime date in 2021 whatever (laughs) it is you don't date in the app you're meeting people and i feel like if you can make that switch in your head of hey this is just introducing me to people the pressure goes so far down totally does because if you're thinking like oh my gosh like uh, this is a you know I have to date this person. Like you don't have to date this person. You can just talk to this person and figure out if you want to go out on a date with them. And again, just that pressure, like it don't put so much pressure on yourself preaching to the choir (laughs) that, Oh my gosh, he's on this app and I'm on this app and we just matched. So, Oh my word, do I have to, I don't have to, do I have to marry him? Like, is this good? And I'm being dramatic, Yes, but we go so far in our heads so quickly because there, the the assumption is you're here to find somebody to date, which is good because there's not that. That's one benefit you get of online dating. Because if you just meet a cute guy in Kroger, <laughs> you don't know. Does he have a girlfriend? Is he looking? Did he just get out of a relationship? Is he an like, axe murderer? Yeah. You don't know these things. <laughs> um, whereas if you are on a dating app, you know this guy's looking for the same thing you are. Mm-hmm. Most likely, depending on, you know, there are settings for that. Well, but 
I think what you can know is that he's not just talking to me because he wants a friend. Yes. You can find out the nuances of what he's looking for. Yes. But you're not talking to a guy going, oh, is he is he interested? Does he like, like what? Mm-hmm. It can get to that point. But initially, it, that's not what you're talking to them for, which is so nice. Yeah, it's such a gift. And mm-hmm. so if you can just think like, hey, I met this guy and clearly there's some sort of interest or yeah. he wouldn't have, you know, liked my picture, or reached out to say hi or whatever. So just... That simple switch in your mind, yeah. I think, will really help as you move forward in your online dating journey, whatever that looks like for you. Yes. And for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, I think that kind of wraps up everything we had, right? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. We will leave it there. Guys, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. I hope something has been helpful or encouraging that we said today because that is why we do this. We want to be a resource for you guys to make this journey, like Kristen said, a little bit easier. So if you have found something today that was that for you, would you tell a friend about us? That's like the biggest thing you guys could ever do for us is tell your friends to come listen. You know, send them a link to an episode, something like that, and then they can do that for their friends. So we really appreciate it. We are on Instagram, like we said at the beginning, LFTM underscore podcast. So come hang out with us there if you don't already. Um, and other than that, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Remember, we're off from Couchcast this week. So we will see you next Wednesday for another full length episode. But until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Looking for the Middle.